1: That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-I-J-F-Y to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. This episode is brought to you with support from Whole Foods. As a resident Greek girl,
0: I am a sucker for Mediterranean flavors and want you to taste the Mediterranean too. Go to Whole Foods Market
1: now and save on regionally inspired products through March 19th. Find sales on animal welfare certified meat, including boneless, skinless, air-chilled chicken breast, bone-in beef short ribs, ground lamb, and more. Save on whole bronzini and sustainable wild-caught sockeye salmon. And stock up on Mediterranean essentials like feta cheese crumbles, whole wheat pita pockets, and if you're over 21 wines from spain greece and italy grab your ingredients and experiment with family-friendly mediterranean cuisine today think greek style ground lamb pitas lemony oven roasted chicken or bronzino or instant pot short ribs braised in wine all simple and delicious taste the mediterranean now at whole foods market
2: one of my favorite tricks is to Line like a sheet pan with, you know, parchment paper or wax paper or something like that so you don't have to wash it. And you can reuse it, by the way. You could reuse that paper. And like do all your prepped things, like put it on that. If you don't have like a big cutting board, create a big flat space that you don't have to wash.
0: Welcome to Didn't
1: I Just Feed You, a podcast about feeding kids. Hi, I'm Stacy And I'm Megan. Welcome to this week's episode where we're going to answer a listener's question about... Clean, clean up. up.
0: <laughs> clean up. It's my We're favorite topic.
1: A little too enthused
0: for the topic. I I love I love a clean house.
1: <laughs> I love a clean house too. I find myself when I have nervous energy, anxious energy, cleaning. I find it very soothing. And yet, I still dislike cleaning up the kitchen after dinner.
0: I mean, yeah. I'm a clean as you go. I have to admit that there isn't like a ton of cleanup at the end of dinner. Yeah. Cause I'm like a
1: A clean as you go. That's the right word.
0: I mean I'm a clean as you go, but I'm trying to say like like if it was a video game, there's like beginner level, there's like I'm a champion clean as you go. Oh, wow.
1: Okay. Yeah. Let's get a little braggadocious. Yeah. I can't
0: deal. Like I it's hard for me to cook if it's messy.
1: I understand. And especially if you have a small kitchen like me, you're just like, I can't deal if there's 27 things out. Oh, yeah. 27 things. Oh, skip that recipe. (laughs) (laughs) Skip that, baby. But you know, when you're cooking from the hip, sometimes you just like tumbleweed into too many dishes. You're like, oh, I accidentally pulled out or like I pulled out this leftovers container to incorporate here. And now it's dirty and sitting on the counter or like you just package sometimes packaging from stuff the trimmed ends of things but yes at, cleaning as you go will save your life every time
0: i see it as a game like at the like by the time we sit down i think how much cleanup does mike have tonight and like the less it is the more like proud i am of myself <laughs> 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 but i'm like i'm super anal about cleanliness in general and like neatness yeah this is not related to the kitchen But we have somebody who comes and cleans our house. And I was like, you know what? I'm so neat and clean. Like, this is not a smart way to spend money. I'm going to have her come every other week. I want the boys to clean up after themselves. Like, I'm always vacuuming and cleaning anyway. And I just caved. (laughs) Like, please, can you fit us in every week again? Because the dog. Yes. That adds like a whole other layer. I forgot because we used to have a cat and then we haven't had a pet for a while. Oh, the fur can't deal.
1: It's so much hair all the time. And it's like we're getting into springtime. They're shedding even more. Is I feel that like we can what vacuum is happening? every single day. We, we actually do vacuum almost every single day. And I don't consider myself... A clean freak or a neat freak my husband is a little bit we've talked before about oh, how yeah. he loves to vacuum and clean the floors and that's high priority to him but like wiping down the kitchen counters not high priority to him <laughs> so and are you like that's so perplexing yeah we talk a lot and this is a great segue into talking with kendra of the lazy genius because brian and i talk a lot about how we just have different routines like I when I when I clean up after dinner or after breakfast whenever after cooking wiping down the counters and cleaning our big cutting board that sort of like lives in place um, is high priority and he feels like actually sweeping the floor is more of a high priority and so sometimes he like I'll go back in later and there's like crumbs on the counter or on the cutting board and like spilled coffee from the morning and I'm like this is not really shutting down cleaning the kitchen (laughs) But he'll be like, but I <laughs> you judge him. and I'm like, oh, well, I don't I don't sweep always unless it's really bad. I mean, we have two dogs. Aren't isn't that their job in the kitchen? They just clean the floor. They're like little vacuums so funny. I'm like all of the above, all of the above. I'm like sitting here shaking. Oh, gosh. Okay, Stacey. Wow. So you needed this episode as much as our dear friend and our listeners group.
0: I mean, do I i am privileged enough to have someone come and help every week and I'm cleaning the house all the time. Like cleaning as I go is not just a kitchen thing. Yeah. Like if I use the boys bathroom in the morning because Mike is occupying our bathroom, like I end up wiping down their bathroom. (laughs) sink because like this is disgusting last night toothpaste is still here so like i kind of clean as i go through
1: my day all throughout the house do you know what it is a little bit is you're such a hostess Like you have you you're like ready at a moment's notice for anyone to come over to your house. And I feel like you take a little bit of pleasure in that.
0: I do love having people over and I do like the house in order. I think there's also a piece of like I'm here all day, people.
1: Yes. Like I'm
0: here all day. I will tell you what my weakness is because this drives Mike crazy. Mike isn't as much of a clean freak at all, but. Mike loves organization. Like, you give him Mm -hmm. a plastic tray from the container store to organize batteries, and he is a happy guy. I'm like, (laughs) who needs to organize batteries? I can't. Shove it in the closet. Yeah. Shove it in the closet. Because if I don't see it, like, if it's behind the closet, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love a well-organized closet. Yes. But, like, if something's got to give, put it behind a door. If I don't see it, I'm good. Like, at the end of the day, I'm good. But like as I walk through my house, it needs to just look like all the things in my my sight line needs to be clean. But kitchen stuff's a little different because there's also an exhaustion element. Like (laughs) dinner at the end of the day, it sucks to have a ton to clean up. Like once I eat. I'm starting to wind down like my energy, like I'm such a high energy person that I'm like, like someone's turning my knob, like they're turning me off. And to have a ton of dishes, I know a lot of parents feel this way.
1: Right. And I know we love to, we both talk about loving to clean, but not everyone feels the same way. And clearly not everyone is expert level cooks like we are and take like can even think about cleaning as they go or even avoiding the cleaning altogether right
0: yeah and like sometimes you like have to leave stuff and then that feels discouraging to cook and like there's just a lot of factors and one thing that is universal i think is that we are all done by the time we've eaten dinner (laughs) yes 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 done we are tired parents
1: also, we, we didn't talk about this at all with Kendra, but even if you skip cooking, let's say you get takeout or you do fast food or you do like a microwave meal of some kind, you're still you, there's still cleanup involved yes. in that too. So sometimes you have to like have a mindset shift away from if I cook, it creates cleanup. It's a great Because point. if I eat in any way, shape or form it creates some kind of cleanup. So which kind of cleanup do I want to do is really actually the question here.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really great point. Like, unless the kids are out and you can just literally stand with the fridge door open and shove food directly from the shelf into your mouth.
1: Which I have done this week, even in my own house. That's a, that's how you get around having to clean up. <laughs> there you go, people, show over. <laughs> No, that can't be the end of the show because we have such a great interview with our True. guest. Who gives many more actually practical Really tips. practical tips. <laughs> Kendra Adachi went to college to become a high school English teacher, but instead became the lazy genius, passionately and candidly sharing how to stop doing it all for the sake of doing what matters. Her work includes the Lazy Genius podcast, which I love, cooking dinner on Instagram, which I also love and convincing her three young kids that talking into the phone is mommy's job. So Kendra, we know you as the lazy genius and you do a great job of focusing on the things that matter so we can leave behind the things that don't. And today we really need your help in lazy geniusing. That's a verb, right? 100% is
2: a verb. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: Kitchen cleanup. So this really um, came from a question in our listeners group about how sometimes when the kitchen's already cleaned up it's hard to like get motivated to even cook dinner and then also like what do you do after dinner to make cooking less painful so that you feel motivated to feed your family every night sure where can we start where can we start oh
2: man yeah, well i think where do we start where do we start oh. well i think i think the first place to start is giving yourself permission to make meals that don't require a lot of dishes i think that like Oh my gosh, the meat and three, like all the different things you feel like you have to have a million pots. And if you eat food out of a bowl, then somehow you're like, you know, not trying hard enough. (laughs) And I just think that's kind of garbage. So like if you wanna, I choose recipe, honestly, I choose meals based on how many pots they require. And if it requires more than two pots, I'm out. I'm just like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm not interested. That's for another time of my life. So I just think that honestly is the first place to start is it could be like rethinking how you um, choose your meals. But the other thing too, I, okay, so I learned to cook legitimately from watching the Food Network. Like that's how I learned how to make food the first time. And, um, and I just remember being like, they have so many bowls. They're using so many bowls for like all the prep and all the things. (laughs) And thinking like, well, that's what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to put all your stuff in a bowl and then dump it into, you know, the multiple skillets that you're using. And so I think even just things like one of one of my favorite, one of my favorite tricks is to line like a sheet pan with um, you know, parchment paper or wax paper or something like that. So you don't have to wash it. And you can reuse it by the way. You could reuse that paper and like do all your prepped things, like put it on that. If you don't have like a big cutting board, create a big flat space that you don't have to wash and just sort of like stack everything up on that. There's also something really nice about like the visual sectioning off of your counter where everything is on like a big sheet pan and it has borders. You know, like, okay. So do you know when you're like uh, in your, like your nightstand or whatever, yes. and you have like a bunch of you know crap on your nightstand, if you put it on a tray, it looks like it was meant to be there? Yes. <laughs> I've done that. Yeah. Yes. It's that concept, except with like prepping your food, like put yeah, everything like, on a sheet pan and it's like, oh, this is so cute. I could even like put this on the gram. Like it's a whole different ballgame. It's, it's a whole like different ballgame.
0: Perfume and a button that fell off my pants <laughs> and a bracelet and keys. Look yeah. how cute on this tray. Totally. <laughs> totally. Like, I think this is genius because I have to say that I totally agree with you about prep. But then there's the like culinary professional in me that mm. starts to get a little agitated. Like, I well, mean. like it's really important. You need your mise en place. And like, you know, when you're trying to teach people how to be good cooks, like the idea that you're prepping as you cook can really trip someone who doesn't have a lot of experience up. Totally. So I think this is a genius idea that using one
2: it's like one big prep bowl <laughs> yes exactly it's just it's like the little, little piles, piles. Yeah. Yes, it's piles of things instead of bowls of things and they don't have to wash the bowls you like literally just roll up the paper and if it's like i mean sometimes i'll just like wipe it down with a paper towel if it's got like you know pepper juice on it or something yeah. like that yeah and yes. roll it up and use it the next night like it's not you don't even have to throw away the paper you could use it a few times and i mean don't put like Let's calm down. Like, no raw chicken situation on that. Like, you (laughs) do throw it away then. But otherwise, like, it's just, it is. It's such a nice, oh my gosh, it's such a nice thing to do.
1: Can I just add, as someone who's worked behind the scenes on Food Network shows, that someone else is putting all those things in tiny bowls and someone else is also cleaning all those tiny bowls. Exactly. Same in a restaurant. Yeah. Like,
0: and that's where, you know, when you get a culinary education, you're learning from professionals where like, there's a whole team behind the scenes. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. You and are then, your
0: team.
2: So yeah. we need to limit those movements and dishes as much as possible.
1: Also those industrial dishwashers too, not like the one that you have to load and unload by yourself.
2: Right. Right. So no. you like don't All even have to
1: bend over to like load those industrial ones. They're just like big <laughs>
0: trays, like right at counter height, it's the best.
1: Okay, so, so starting with prep, we're going to use a sheet pan, and yeah. that's going to just cut down on so many dishes yeah. to begin with.
2: Another thing I think with like, that's not necessarily prep, but sort of the next, the eating and the serving the food. I'm all about like family style at the table, having a table of abundance. You know, I think that those are like really beautiful concepts and not things to to ignore. Um, I also think there's nothing wrong with serving from the stove. Like, you don't have to transfer your food from a pot into a serving dish to take it to the table. Um, You could put your pot on the table or just serve from the stove and everybody takes their dishes to the table. I think that's another thing that can get us tripped up is, like, you think you have to put things in pretty dishes in order to have that on the table. Well, maybe you don't have to have the food on the table. Not every night, at least. And that cuts down on a lot of the Stress of prep and extra dishes. Too. Yes. Or just serving like bread on the plate
1: and leaving everything else on the stovetop is yeah. such an easy and smart way to d- immediately cut down your dishes. I'm so
0: glad you brought this up because it never occurred to me that people wouldn't be serving <laughs> the <laughs> stove on a Monday through Friday, especially. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. That's the thing. It depends on, I think I have found that like depending on how people grew up, maybe how they're generally how their moms did it, because that was sort of like, when I actually, my first business was teaching cooking classes in my home. And this was 10, 10, 12 years ago. And I started the business to teach like college kids and like young professionals how to cook because most of that generation's parents were, like their moms were working. That was sort of the first like, you know, influx of working women. And I found though that like people my age and older still hadn't really learned how to, how to make food and had been um, serving it and all those things the way that their parents did, which was how their parents did it, which often was you bring all the bo- big bowls of things to the table and you eat out of that. And you, you know, like the Nor- Norman Rockwell sort of idea. And right. it's like, it's it's really okay. You're not, you don't have to sacrifice like connection around the table by not having all your food on the table. like you Like you said, like having a plate of bread or just being like together still can do the same thing as like a table of abundance. But you're right. Like I I didn't realize how many people did that until I saw people being like, well, but I have so many bowls of food. And I'm like, why? Why are you putting everything <laughs> in different bowls? That doesn't make sense to me. So it's just like a shift of thinking. I think people just need permission sometimes. Like, oh no, you don't have to do it that way. You could do it a different way and everybody's gonna be fine. Yes, we'd love to write permission slips for whatever you need it for. We'll yes, write it.
1: totally. Okay, so after dinner you've minimized prep dishes, you've minimized dinner dishes. How, Kendra, I really need an answer to this. (laughs) Yes. How do we get our families to help with cleanup? My husband is so great, he jumps right on it, but my kids are five and eight and I feel like they should be better participants in kitchen cleanup.
2: Yeah, well, I think that one thing that is really helpful, at least in our house and has been helpful in the houses of people who are lazy genius, like consumers, are um, zones are the fridge zone and the dishes zone? Because here's the thing: I think the word "zone" kids like respond to the word "zone" because it sounds like a video game. Okay. <laughs> um. And so you're, it, and then what you're doing, basically, what you're doing is when you when you're cleaning off the table, when you're cleaning off the counters, just cleaning up after a meal. If everybody knows, like, okay, all of the dishes, all the dirty dishes, go in the dishes zone. You don't load them yet. That is one thing that's really important because you don't want to play dishwasher Tetris yes. of like loading something and having to reload because you forgot about like the plates or whatever. Like that's the most, I don't know why that makes me want to like come out of my skin, but it does. <laughs> so like to put all the dishes in the dishes on first, like don't load anything yet. Just put everything in the zone. Same thing with like fridge stuff because you're packing up leftovers. Maybe you like are moving around the ketchup to try to get to the container of rice and, you know, like depending on how full your fridge is, you're doing the same thing. You're playing fridge Tetris. So I just really love to start with having a fridge zone and a dishes zone and just put everything there. You don't have to put it away yet, put it in the spot. But I think kids understand that concept pretty well. So if you give one kid, okay, find all the fridge zone stuff. Like they can put a jar on, you know, a lid on a jar. They can take the, the ketchup or whatever it is to. The, the fridge zone, um, and the same thing with the dishes. Like, okay, you're in charge of the dishes from the table. Put the dishes from the table on the dishes zone, and it's sort of like easy direction. It's like like shorthand without being like, okay, let's clean up after dinner because that never works with my children. Like broad stroke instruction, they're like, I don't, I don't speak English anymore. Thank you for playing. <laughs> like it's just over. It's yes. just over. So I think the specificity of that um, is is actually helpful and efficient in terms of like practically cleaning your kitchen but it's also really helpful and giving your kids like a specific task that they know what that means
0: i also want to add about the fridge zone because i do the fridge zone i've never done the dishes zone which i'm totally going to adopt but the fridge zone also makes it easier for kids to pack their own school lunches make their own food when you need them to lunch on the weekend because if they understand like the basics of what they need like to make a sandwich they need bread and cheese and whatever else they know exactly where to go in the fridge without rummaging through it
2: totally and that's a great point like i think likely a lot of homes already are utilizing some idea of this of just like categorizing things and organizing things in a way that's like okay this is this is all together so it's, it's the same concept just for cleaning up.
0: So I have to work on the dishes zone thing because I I don't do the dishes. I always cook. My husband does the dishes. And he has been letting the kids off the hook Because of exactly the dishwasher Tetris thing that you mentioned, which never occurred to me. But they would get up, they'd rinse their dishes, put it in the dishwasher. And then when he went to the dishwasher, he'd be like, ugh, like I just have to do it over. (laughs) So he was like, you know what? Forget it. Like just leave it, just leave it. And I was like, you can't, like they have to do something. (laughs) But with older kids, this is a challenge because, you know, like we're not always all eating at the same time. Also, I'm a little embarrassed with this but lately we're not getting up from the table at the same time Mm. like we all sit down together we all eat together but then like you know my older one will be like I have to go finish my homework or well the other night he got up to to learn a new TikTok dance so that
2: was (laughs) Very really important. Equally primary. valid. Equally yeah. valid. Well,
0: is it? But anyway. <laughs> but then my husband and I want to sit there and like talk a little bit more and like finish our wine. So is the idea that then like as they get up and go they would put their dishes in the dishes zone and then mom or dad's job is to load them from the dishes zone into the dishwasher?
2: I think there are a couple of ways that you could take that because yeah, my, let's my dig yes, let's dig into some <laughs> options. Um, so my family is similar in that, like my, so my kids are, I have three kids, 10, eight, and almost four. And so, and my boys are the two oldest and yeah. I, and what my oldest son is on the spectrum and he is like, he doesn't, stop moving or speaking like ever and um to the point where we're like can we actually today so they're doing (laughs) um the musical aladdin at school Uh so fun he's in the show choir and he's so excited about it and he is singing prince ali oh gosh (laughs) Const- <laughs> like constantly, it's it's a situation. So my husband actually joked today, he was like, you know how they have like hospital visiting hours? Can we have like singing hours at home? Like where he has to stop after like a certain point because it's so incessant, <laughs> bless him, he's a delight. The point is like during the meal, he is moving so much. We're like, Sammy, go run a lap. Like he'll yes. run a lap around the house. Like yeah. So I think that I, I, that's another permission slip I wanna give is like, I think it's an exception actually when families start at the table at the same time and end at the same time. I think it's just more normal than we realize that people are up and down and moving and all the things all the time. So I just want to say that. But in terms of like the, the specificity of like doing the dishwasher, maybe one option could be that when you get up, when a kid gets up, their like responsibility is to take their, yeah, take their dishes to the kitchen and they rinse their plate and they put the plate or bowl or whatever in the dishes zone on the counter, Maybe they put their silverware away. I feel like because that's like one spot always, you know, like putting your forks and stuff in the silverware thing in the yes. dishwasher. Totally so that right. feels like an easy win, so you're not like, you know, creating like a tower of uneven dishes because of forks under things. Yeah, so that could be one thing, like maybe put your silverware in and then put the dishes in the dishes on. And it could be maybe the parents or whoever like just does it, or it could be that once like everybody is um, everybody's done, like once the adults are done. We have a we have a dinner bell i actually learned about this i'm pretty sure it was on you guys had melissa D'Arabian on your show right yes. am i making that up yes. and she yes. did yes. mention she the about, dinner bell yes the yep. dinner bell after i heard that i was like oh my gosh i'm super buying a dinner bell i did it's amazing and um so i just want to like vouch for that idea being actually like because i was like this is come on melissa like be real with me here it's not as magical as you say it it, it really is at least in it our really house. Is. and so even like ringing the dinner bell like a second dinner bell of being like okay everybody rally for five minutes while we do a cleanup and everybody just comes back you know and maybe you load together and play some music or something and um just kind of like come back together at the end so it doesn't feel like that the the kids are let off the hook or whatever but they don't have to like sit around and wait they can go learn their TikTok dance, you can drink your <laughs> wine, and then everybody else comes back and and does it. So That would be. I love that. My my idea for that. Yeah,
0: and just to make you feel better about, um, you know, the whole Aladdin thing, we (laughs) actually my husband the other day looked. By the way, my son doesn't have TikTok on his phone. We haven't yet allowed it, but he (laughs) is. He's obviously found some like workaround, so he knows all the dances and is extremely emotionally invested. Yeah. But he, my husband, turned him at the table, and like I could tell he was holding in frustration. He was like, "Listen, just." Just no more dancing at the table. No. And then later we talked about it. he's like, I felt like the bad guy in Footloose. I mean, right. like, I'm not trying to like ban dancing in all of town. Right, right. Like, can you just stop moving and jabbing
2: your elbows at the table? Like
0: totally.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. The number I mean, the number of times we're like, Sam, take a lap. Because he just has so much energy. <laughs> it's just like, go get it out. But he and he doesn't even say words. He just jumps up and starts running like (laughs) so i get it it's a it's a thing man it's a thing
1: my (laughs) five-year-old needs that i'm that's an idea i'm stealing from this episode is the lap take a lap everyone can take a lap
2: everybody can yes yes yeah sometimes i take a lap i just like don't always come back as quickly as they do (laughs) i'm taking mental laps all
1: the time all
0: the time hold on I totally.
1: also really love this idea of bringing everyone back to the kitchen for the, the like second round cleanup, because that can also be an opportunity to get your older kids to pack lunches totally. or, or, you know, even your husband or partner to prep their lunch for the next day from whatever's left over too. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah And sometimes we will do, um, here, here's another thing. It depends on, you know, it depends on like how you live and what your needs are. But like, I, really love to be done with bedtime my to my for my kids to be asleep and for me to walk into a clean not just kitchen but also living room like main living space like for it to to walk in for in it to be tidy is like the delight of my life yes and so one thing that you could do (laughs) especially if you have little kids and you're like i don't trust you with knives (laughs) and dishwasher loading tasks that it could be like if you bring everybody back or just do it all together where it literally is just like family tidy time. Maybe parents are doing the kitchen. Maybe kids are like putting toys in baskets. It's just sort of like a reset. Um, And so you can like have the kind of culture of like we're a team and we're all helping, but maybe not everybody is helping with the dishes at this point. Maybe some other people are in the living room right next to it or like putting homework away or, you know, like whatever, whatever it might be. So you're still like, cleaning and tending to your home together, just not everybody crowded around the dishwasher at the same time.
1: Yes, I wanna go back to this world, this word of uh, creating a culture, this idea of creating a culture, which is so important and I think, As parents, we get overwhelmed by, like, cooking and feeding our families, and we forget that part of our job in that is, like, teaching our kids how to show up as adults, and I love the idea of, like, creating a routine around breakfast or dinner, whatever meal you guys have together, that is also about, like coming together as a team to handle the cleanup because there's another part of it, right? It's not all that we just sit down at the table with food that magically appears and and then also have a clean kitchen afterwards. We have to teach our kids the expectations.
0: And Megan, I love that you brought up this word culture too, and just really highlighted it because I do think there's a difference between habits and routines and culture. And the thing is that with kids changing so much, like every school year, your schedule changes, like as they grow developmentally, like their needs shift and routines and habits end up needing to be like retreaded, retooled all the time. And it can be hard to kind of keep up with that. But if you create a larger family culture that speaks to like, this is how we operate, like we're a team, like dinner isn't just mom's. Responsibility, or whatever you want it to be, then as the specifics of how that plays out in your like habits or in your routine, as they change, there's a like guiding principle. Like the kids still know, like, oh, well, I guess I'm not on this duty anymore. This isn't my routine anymore. But they know that they have to find some way to pitch in because that's part of the culture of your family.
2: Yeah. I read recently in a in a marketing book of all places um, <laughs> but uh, Seth Godin was talking about the difference um, between well among goals, strategy, and tactics and it's the same kind of idea. It's like as a family, like for my family, our goal is that we are connected as much as possible like we just want to be like have heart connections with each other all the time and and not be closed off from each other and so one of the strategies um to kind of make that come alive is for us to eat meals together because we you know that's such a a low-hanging fruit at least in our life stage of being able to connect but the tactics that you use the specific tactics like you're saying Stacey, are going to change based on how life is going and so different you know a tactic could be to um yeah bring everybody back together but it might be that when your kids are older and they are like are driving places after dinner, or they have practice and they're coming home later, or what the tactics to support a strategy of meals around the table is going they're going to change. Yes. But you're right that but the and even maybe the strategy of like we're going to connect, uh, we're going to support the goal of connecting. We can't really use family dinner at the table anymore yeah. because nobody's around for dinner anymore because of you know of soccer practice and working late and all that kind of stuff. Like that happens. I remember getting. Um, an email from from a listener asking me, she was like, how can my family have dinner around the table when um, my two boys are on different baseball teams and no one mm-hmm. is home before eight? And she sounded so sad and desperate yeah. about that. And I just was like, "The this is not a season for dinner around the table, but maybe it's a season for breakfast around the table. You know, like you can still support the desire to be together but it could be that even the strategy of having dinner together isn't going to work all the time, and and then and then obviously, the tactics are not going to work because they're supporting the wrong strategy. I think yeah. that what we do is we look for hacks and we look for really what amount to tactics. And but if you don't really name the culture of your family, if you don't really name what matters about that culture and how you're going to support that, you're just collecting hacks that don't do any good
0: and that can cause a lot of guilt. You know, where you think, like, I'm supposed to have dinner around the table. Like, no, you're supposed to connect with your kids. (laughs) And there are a trillion ways to do that. Absolutely. You know, we're in the business, Megan and I, at least, and you too, you are a part of this, of, like, helping make dinner around the table, like, more feasible and easier. But like you said, sometimes dinner around the table isn't going to work. And, like, that's really okay. Sometimes it doesn't work for
1: us, too. Absolutely here here okay brass tax tactics kendra we need to know your favorite meals that involve less
2: cleanup the easiest answer to this that will be on my gravestone is change your life chicken (laughs) um you guys i can't like at this point it feels just like a joke to even say it out loud we had a change your life chicken day on my instagram account a few weeks ago we're like i was like hey guys let's just all make change your life chicken together and we did and i was like My family was so confused because they're like, wait, so like other people like in other states are eating this, too. (laughs) Like I know it's weird. My job is weird. Let it go. Just don't think about it too much. Um, But no, I love this recipe because it really is. I mean, it's just a sheet pan dinner of whatever vegetables, chicken thighs. Please use thighs. Please use skin and bone. Don't be afraid. It's a delight. Um, And it's like no cleanup because you just like ball up the foil. And it's very little prep. It's just use what you have. It's just, oh, I love it so much. So I love Kendra, it so much. you know that I have a chicken cookbook coming out. I was <gasps> just
1: about to say, this and is like the perfect I, mashup of your two worlds and two books because Kendra also has a book coming out. I do.
2: There are no recipes in it. Oh, well, I was yes. just
0: going to say, I discovered your Change Your Life Chicken after I started working on the book, but I was like, ugh like this is perfect <laughs> i think we're gonna need to like collaborate
2: on something at so some fun. point it's so fun it's like such a because pretty much everybody i don't know doesn't pretty much everybody eat chicken like yes, if you're gonna eat meat everybody was, eats chicken it's like
1: one I of can, the number one ranking search words i can tell too. you
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> from
0: doing For the real? book it's something like 56 pounds of chicken per person per year Golly, day. it's insane it's the number one protein
2: why does that make me laugh so much? Like right, thinking about weird. like, no, but like that they're, that people are Googling chicken. I don't know. <laughs> there's something or like chicken recipes, which I have done. Yes, but Yeah. It's so funny. So that's, I mean, anything, anything sheet pan is great, but that is our go-to sheet pan meal for sure. change your life chicken. Um, I also, like I said, like we do so many of our meals, like just one pot meals. I did a, it's where do i have this recipe it's not on my website it's an instagram highlight super official um but it's one pot pasta it's one of those things where you don't have to boil the pasta first you just put it in a casserole dish with like sauce and whatever and bake it you cover it and bake it and it comes out great um that kind of thing like just finding ways to save some steps like save a pot where you don't have to boil the pasta you save the time obviously that kind of thing so those are those are two like big go-to's
1: Wait, you were praising soup this week on your Instagram stories. I love
2: soup. Oh my gosh.
1: And giving us like a live kitchen tour where you're like, see, there's no cleanup. So soup, especially a scrappy soup that involves leftovers is another go-to. Yes. Easy cleanup.
2: 100%. Because really you're not, um, everything can be in piles on a cutting board or on that parchment thing. Because it's, it's, you know, because the the wet stuff, I regret that phrase, um, but the wet stuff that you're putting (laughs) into the soup... (laughs) It's <laughs> generally like in a can, you know what I mean? Like you're just opening cans for the most part if it's like tomatoes or broth or, you know, whatever yeah. it might be. And so, um, yeah, it's it, it never ceases to amaze me. The other thing that's great about it is there are so many built-in pockets of time when you're making soup that you can clean as you go, even though there's very little to clean anyway. Yeah. And that it's just simmering at the end and you look around at your shiny kitchen like, what did I... What magic did I just yeah. do? It's it's the best thing ever. <laughs> are you into the instant pot or slow cooker? I do have an instant pot and we use it. I go in like phases of like, we'll have three instant pot meals a week and then we'll go three weeks and not not use it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, that seems about right. Yeah, but I do really, really like it. And I think that there are certain um, meals for sure, like anything that's braised and stewy is so good in there. Um But yeah, so I'm, I'm like a, I'm a hot and cold Instant Pot user, but I think it's worth, I mean, I love that I have one. If I didn't have one, I would go buy one.
1: All right. This has been so wonderful. I feel like we need um, you to tell everyone where they can find you. You have the Lazy Genius Podcast.
2: Yes, I have. I have a podcast, um, the Lazy Genius Podcast. Um, I just recorded my 146th episode, oh, which wow. is so Ooh, fun. Awesome. Yay, so yay, yay, I don't, I, we'll be close to that number when this episode comes out. But yeah, it feels really weird to have like th- that many, like three digits of times that i've just talked into a microphone to no one like it's so (laughs) funny um so that's so good (laughs) thank you so those episodes come out on mondays and they're really short they're usually less than 20 minutes i have one about soup i have an entire episode about making soup
1: you also have a couple that are about cleanup too like there's one about the lazy genius cleans the kitchen kitchen. and i know there's one about cleaning the fridge there Um, is we'll link to those in our show notes too there's a whole
2: episode about change your life chicken there's like all the titles i don't have like a. Tricky titles, like they're they are what they are. So, like if you scroll the um titles, you'll you'll know. Like, oh, I want to learn about cleaning the bathroom. That you know, there it is. It's right there. Um, so that's that's that. And then I'm on Instagram a lot. Um, so I'm at the Lazy Genius on Instagram, and um, I I'm there every Monday because I do meal plan Monday. I share my meal plan every Monday. Um, I do talk a lot about meal planning, not as like a religion. Calm down because you don't have to <laughs> meal plan, but like just sort of, sh- I think it's really helpful to show people how often I repeat meals, <laughs> how, um, you know, it's, it's just sort of like regular life meal planning. Things can change. I always say it's a plan. It's not a promise. Like just make your plan. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it's fine. Like you didn't do anything wrong. Um, so I'm there a lot on Instagram and I have a newsletter as well, but you can sign up for that on the website. LazyGeniusCollective.com slash join is where that is. So um, yeah, but mostly the podcast and Instagram. Great. And you do have a book coming out this year. I do. Which we should
1: mention. I know it's like coming to pre sale soon. It yay, is. Yay,
2: yes. Yay. Thank you. I know. It's so exciting. It's called, it's called The Lazy Genius Way because I'm super good with names. I'm very <laughs> creative. I'm like chicken soup. It's like chicken soup for the soul. It's like Lazy Genius everything. Um, but it's yeah, great. it comes out August 11th. And um, if you're interested, we're still like, it's in very early stages of, um, of yeah, like pre ordering and stuff, but the cover is like finalized and all these things. So if you want to get info about that, um, you can go to the slash book and all the information is there. So yeah, it's very exciting. Congratulations. It's thank a lot you. of work to do a thank book. And thank you so much for being here. Oh, it's a delight. Thank you, Kendra. Thanks for having me. We've done about- all right. So
0: I do follow Kendra, but I have to admit that like now I'm
1: like full on (laughs) fangirl. See, I told you, I was like, she's just so great. You're just going to really love her. She is the person to talk us through better kitchen cleanup with heart. With heart, I forget that about her. Like, obviously, she's full of great practical tips, but also comes from her goal, which is connection. And that's such a brilliant way to look at family meals and feeding your family. Like, what is the goal? I do. I love that also because it really forces you to
0: edit all these expectations that you put on yourself around, like, cooking, around cleaning, around what, like, you're supposed to do as a parent. If you just have this goal of connecting with your kids, you can like give yourself credit when you're just connecting with them, maybe sitting with them and like playing a card game and like, all right, like I did that. I don't also have to do all these other things that I'm expecting for myself, you know? Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes.
0: Yes. So fangirl, number two now, or like
1: number what? Like (laughs) 150,000? I don't know. I think I'm so special. Yeah, I think Um, there's a long line. Yeah. It's okay. We can start (laughs) our own lazy genius fangirl group. That would not be weird at all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So Megan, like real quick, what is your, like the one thing you need to do that you think really helps keep clean up to a minimum? Is this something that you think about in your own cooking every
1: week? Oh totally For every night. Yeah, I think um definitely choosing recipes is the is the biggest jumping off point. Of course we talked about that last week and like how do you choose recipes? Yes. I'm cooking with minimal ingredients during the week when when as possible, right? And then the other thing is I do love the sheet tray trick, but I use it in a little bit different way, which is when I have those smaller quarter sheet pans. And so like when I go to the fridge and to the pantry to get ingredients, I gather them on one of those quarter sheet pans. And then that way I can do like, mise everything out, me's prep everything whatever i'm trying to say and then return all of the ingredients to the fridge in one fell swoop like i'm not making multiple trips back and forth which is less about cleanup and more like economy of motion right yes. like i'm not running myself around totally and i also like to just start a sink of soapy water like as i'm pulling out ingredients too because i feel like sometimes just getting the pan in the sink as we're sitting down to dinner makes such a significant difference difference in the time it takes to clean up afterwards. You know, like if you really have something baked on or you've made a a super cheesy casserole and there's cheese on the casserole dish, like getting that soaking while we eat means I can clean up right after dinner or Brian, let's be honest, can clean up right after dinner. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Yeah. What about for you? So definitely cleaning as I go
0: is a really big one. And I already talked about that. I would also say that You know, I definitely use minimal ingredients. I also will like prep everything on one cutting board, which is a little bit like what Kendra was saying. Yes. Or looking at the recipe and seeing like everything that gets added together at once, like then putting that all in one bowl while I cut the chicken on the cutting board last, like that kind of thing. Yes. So just like really being mindful about what The steps are going to require of me and grouping things. It reminds me of one bowl baking, where, like, you know, if you're trying to do like a perfect, you know, whatever cake like Japanese, fluffy, perfect. Oh, you went there. I was just going to be
1: like, oh, a chocolate cake or maybe angel food. Well, like a chocolate, like an everyday chocolate
0: cake. I always do everything in one bowl, like regardless of
1: what the recipe says. Right. But then there are those more like involved recipes where they want you to bloom the chocolate separately into those things. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So like for every like weeknight cooking, for every night cooking, like I do that kind of thing where I'm just like, put it in, put it all together. Like it's fine. Yes. Um, I also think cooking wants eating twice, that's like a bigger concept. We talk about it with David Tamarkin. We've mentioned it in a lot of different episodes, but that also reduces cleanup over the course of the whole week because I'm only dirtying this pot to make rice once. So tonight I have to clean it up, but rice is already made for Wednesday night and Friday night, and that's fantastic. I don't have to take the pot out again and
1: clean it. I love it, Stacey. I'm
0: gonna wait for the day when you're like, pause. I hate it. I no.
1: It did remind me cause of Kendra, again, sorry. I'm gonna fangirl a little bit and say okay. on her Instagram recently, we talked about this when, during the interview, she was making soup and she talked about this, this like very small little tip, but I wanna pull it out, which is when you're using leftovers to build dinner, sometimes you should pause before you put that leftover container in the dishwasher or in the sink because oftentimes you can just reuse that container for that night's dinner leftovers. So oh, like if you're smart. adding rice to the soup, leave your empty rice container on the counter. And then when this when you have leftover soup, it can go right in the rice container.
0: Oh, genius.
1: Genius. And lazy, too. We love it.
0: <laughs> Both things <laughs> I
1: love. <laughs> uh, okay. We want to know how you guys, lazy genius kitchen cleanup but also maybe like grocery shopping and other arduous kitchen tasks that sometimes we don't even enjoy so you can find us as always in our facebook group where we're at didn't i just feed you on Inst- on facebook and you can also find us as at didn't i just feed you on instagram and hey it's worth mentioning that i am at megan underscore Splone and stacy is at stacy billis on instagram and we share what we're cooking on weeknights there too It's true.
0: And on Facebook, when you join that listeners group, you will be prompted with a question and the answer is whiskey. But even more important than finding us on social, please subscribe to Din I Just Feed You so you don't miss a single episode. If you like what you hear, also tell your friends about us. And hey, rate and review if you're feeling nice. We
1: love it. And it actually makes a big difference. Our music is Good Old Times by Alex Cohen, provided by Jim Endo. A huge thank you to our editor, Samantha Gatsik. I'm Megan. And
0: I'm Stacy. <laughs> Stay sane and well fed until next week. Isaac, is Dad a good cook?
1: When he's making orzo risotto. Does Otherwise.
0: He... Okay, wait. Does Dad make good breakfasts? That's his job every day. Yeah,
1: he puts yogurt in a bowl and pours syrup on it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's good at it. <laughs>